welcome to the Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is... Hey, I'm a little Jono. Hey, it's little Jono. How you doing today? I'm very good. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm excited to be in season two, oh. episode two. Oh, it feels good in here. We're in it. The water's warm. Let's <laughs> jacuzzi it up. Let's do it. <laughs> Season two, episode two is called Waiting to Exhale. <gasps> and uh, it's a little bit of a two-parter given the ending of the last episode. Not everything was wrapped up, yep. which gets us to Dexter's apartment where he can't sleep. Dex can't sleep. He's contemplating uh, his little Chino escape. And he has the line of all of his secrets are floating to the surface. Beautiful. He's having a rough night. He's drifting, but not drifting to sleep. <laughs> You're... Right. Uh, he's <laughs> drifting to the morning where he wakes up to the radio news report of the Bay Harbor Butcher, which we find out he's soon to be called. Uh, and Dex immediately looks at the Barbie head. Which, yeah, which is still on his keychain. It is a little bit. He's having a hard time letting go. But let's let this go. We're going to let that go for now. Okay. And get over to a crime scene. Uh, uh, Dexter pulls up in his car. And he puts on a Miami Metro PD baseball hat, which I was initially, yeah, confused of at first. Right. It's because he is worried about little Chino recognizing him at the crime scene. Oh, I d very smart. Well, oh, very I, I, good. Yeah, he takes it off when he gets back in the car, and then that is immediately followed by him getting chased, and he thinks it was little Chino. Yeah. But, yes, he has his little weird hat on. <laughs> and we find out from Masuka, we have eight confirmed by the Bay Harbor Butcher. Oh, man. That's a much better name than Ice Truck Killer. It, it is. I'm still not a fan of it. Really? Bay Harbor Butcher? I'm, I don't know. I love it. it. I really like the alliteration, you know? But I don't know. I feel like they could have. It could be a little bit more clever. It's hell of a lot better than Ice Truck Killer. That is for sure. <laughs> it's good. It reminds me of like a villain in like a Dishonored game or something. Ooh. Like, I like that, that Bay Harbor Butcher. It feels very Sweeney Todd. I like it. Ah, okay. Uh, I like that. But we find out that the crime scene, it was Ava. No. Oh, no. She loved heroin and she died. Um, by machete again. By ah. machete. Yeah. So we know who it is. Yeah. As they're going over the crime scene, Dokes tells Dex, maybe you should take a picture. It'll last longer. With Dex replying, what would I do without you, Sergeant? <laughs> it's good shit. It's good, yeah. Especially um, when it is his job to literally take pictures. <laughs> so Deb is canvassing for witnesses, and she's, she's talking to Spanish speakers. Yes. And... I don't know if I want to get super specific, but yes, we live in the United States and we yeah. live in the Western part of it. Yes. And it's hard enough living where we live and not knowing Spanish. Yeah. It is surprising being a cop and, and all that in Miami that Deb doesn't know Spanish. That just feels like a real crutch. I agree. Yeah. That like you, you have to go grab... LaGuardia or Batista in order to speak with most of the people that you're interacting with it's yeah I've worked jobs where I always needed to grab a the Spanish speaking person and it was humiliating so, <laughs> I, totally I get that. it yeah Masuka looking over the rough machete cuts on Ava uh. makes the comment that this makes the ice truck killer look like a goddamn artist which uh. was perhaps a little insensitive in front of Deb 
It's a dad. But yeah, she's she's figuring her shit out. Oh, but it's every time there's even any mention or anything like that, she does oh, walk away. Sorry, right you, away. Can you hold, give me a second? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sure. I just have this call. Just oh, real quick. oh, okay, yeah. You better exactly. take it. What do you mean? I because I fucking you're fucking testing me because I fucking what do you fuck? <laughs> I because I can smell it on her. Okay, on you. What the fuck? What the? Uh, 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 a knock, knock, knock. I'll knock, to, knock on the window. I'll have to put you on hold. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Hmm? Fiance? Oh, yeah. Now? Yeah. That's weird. Is it? Hey. Hmm? Pa- uh, Pascal, because I'm LaGuardia. Pa- Pascal, why don't you just take off? I'll take care of your job for you. That's awfully nice. So nice of LaGuardia. <laughs> well, it 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 is. Suspiciously so. Yes. But... We get Ava's daughter coming into the crime scene, and Dex has a mini flashback comparing Ava's daughter to that bloody baby boy from last season. Yep. And the loss of innocence. Yeah, it's really good. I really like Dexter's connection to to children. Like it's it's such a consistent thing throughout the whole show, and I I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I agree. Later in the day, when they're wrapping up the crime scene. Dex makes the comment to himself, if I had killed Chino last night, that little girl's mother would still be alive. So he gets, he's getting uh, ready to, to do it. Get That's o- right. He's going to get over his yips. Dex gets in the car, drives away. But oh, oh, he's being followed. Oh, shit. And Dex is like, all right, all right. I kind of assumed Chino might have had a look out there, but oh, this isn't good. Uh, he pulls into an alleyway, gets out of the car ready to break the window which i think was an interesting tactic because if it was chino yeah then i i don't know what he would have accomplished there it's a good question chino would have just busted his fist through the uh the glass window and like <laughs> bent his flashlight into a knot <laughs> but no luckily it was dokes and uh yeah dokes is back to following he's not letting up nope um, in case you were wondering of that last episode <laughs> And I love Dexter's line of this neighborhood is full of crazies and he flashes the light on his on his face. Yeah, like he's telling a spooky story from beneath his face. It's really good. good. (laughs) We go over to Dexter's apartment where he's still living with Deb and Dex is showing Deb apartments on his laptop. Mike, I have issues. Okay. 2007. Yeah. What is this website? (laughs) Have you ever been to the Space Jam website? Oh, yes, I have. Because they hadn't updated. I think they, they recently did for the new movie, but they right. do still have the old one available. Yeah. It's just, it was never updated since like 1996 or whenever Space Jam came out. Yeah. And it's awful and terrible and beautiful and wonderful. Uh-huh. That's what all of these sites looked like. Like they're just, it's, it was the yellow and what the fuck? It's right. horrible. Old fashioned as hell. And the surveillance footage looked like surveillance footage i couldn't yeah. tell if it was dated or if it was just bad but like <laughs> it, it it was these yeah it was an odd very dated website which is great right well that's something in this whole show the technology is it feels like it's stunted like they keep going with the flip phones for years yeah when sean the mechanic was trying to take a picture of deb with an actual camera yeah his friend pulled out his like Motorola flip phone. Yeah, it's, it's like special. They didn't have those phones in 2007 anymore. Like, oh, they did. They did. Oh, they did. Yeah. 
Because I had one in high school. Oh, yeah, but you had an old phone in high school. Yes, but that the but old in high school was like a year old. Oh God, no, that's true. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, hello. Uh, it. I'm not. There's no joke here. It's Aster, and I oh. feel really bad because yeah, Aster's calling Dex, and Rita's acting fucking crazy. She's yelling at everybody. So Dex uh, is on his way. When Dex gets over to Rita's house, Dex brings a bunch of Eggo waffles, yes. both blueberry and chocolate. Yum. Very good choices. Yum, yum, yum. What a... God, that sounds really good. It really does. <laughs> As Rita's getting off the phone, she hangs up and calls them assholes. And I really loved Dex, Dex's kind of glance at the kids. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seeing exactly how much of a bad mood she's in. Uh, Dex suggests using Paul's uh, insurance money for the kid's college instead of Paul's funeral. And Rita responds by being a bit prickly. That she does. And I love that Dexter isn't taking any of that personally. He doesn't normally. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But it's like he's fully recognizing that like, oh, okay, she's she's having a hard time grieving. This is this is I don't even know if he's registering that. Really? I just I mean, I, I think logically he's like, yeah, she's having a hard time but i think it's just such a lost uh, notion on him mm. that he's kind of completely in the loss like i don't think that i think dexter doesn't understand as much about human emotions as he lets on mm. and i think he lets a lot of things go i you know i think he's just like well she's being weird we'll come back to it you know like he obviously connects the dots but i don't think he understands the grieving which is what we get into later sure i got you okay uh, we get over to Dexter's lab, where uh, Dex makes a really great point. If Even if Dex can kill Lil Chino, how the fuck is he supposed to d- dispose of the body? Yeah! His, his spot is kind of um, not so cool anymore. <laughs> it's compromised. A little. Uh, LaGuerta douched Deb in front of Pascal, saying that Deb wasn't ready to go back in the field because she broke a guy's face for touching her. Yeah. We find out later that Pascal still doesn't give a fuck about Deb and puts her out anyway. Right? <laughs> Masuka comes out and says that we have 13 confirmed. That's so many. And they're getting through them pretty quick. Right? Know? Yeah, pretty good. And da 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 Lundy's coming. Yay! Who's a fucking rock star. Fucking love. I love Lundy. Oh, me too. He just makes me so happy. Oh, mm. I love him. Love it. Upon hearing that Lundy's coming to start an FBI task force to yes. try to catch the Bay Harbor Butcher, LaGuardia tries to convince Dokes to join the task force. Yeah. Batista does too by saying, all you got to do is visualize that door of opportunity and you walk through it. And uh, yeah, Dokes responds with Angel, you keep this up with this woo-woo shit. I'll walk right through you. Woo-woo shit. I love Woo-woo shit. Woo-woo! <laughs> like, what does that... It, oh, I love it. At this point, uh, little Chino walks in, being like, I heard you've been looking for me. So they bring him into the interrogation room with LaGuerta and Batista. Yes. And now he's tr- he's transformed from Dwayne Johnson in my eyes to just Javier Bardem <gasps> in like a really risky Oscar role. Yeah, I totally see that. <laughs> just him with like he's he's wearing like you know platform shoes and 
gave him a different nose and a wig. Yes, yeah, I can it, see it. It'd be good. He <laughs> says he has a wicked scar from the cheek cut that he Ooh. claims is from shaving, which I thought is hilarious. Yeah, I like that. And he has this video as his alibi of him reading this newspaper. And I, I, I understand what this is in context of the situation. Yeah. But what is this video in real life? Like, <laughs> we all know it's him covering his ass. Yes. But, and, and the police do too. But why, like, if he's in a court of law and they were like, hey, why would you, what was this video for? Yeah, why are you filming Fil- yourself reading a newspaper outside on, like, at like a cafe at like, like 2 p.m yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm at uh barnes and noble cafe i have a uh, white chocolate mocha and a <laughs> heated up sugar cookie today is november 12th you can see it's just like yes. what is this and the time yeah the time you, mm-hmm. you can tell right here and see look mm-hmm. at my watch and then look at this this uh time and date stamp Little right ch- on the, <laughs> the film little chino what is this this is one of my patented... It, 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 like, it would work today because he could just say it was for TikTok. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but back then, it, it was bizarre. Anyway. It's weird. Get back into the bullpen, and Chino leaves because they don't have anything on him. Uh. And it turns out Masuka, of all people, was brought in as outside help to help with the Bay Harbor Butcher. Yeah! He's the forensics rock god! He has the live feed of the bags. Which is kind of interesting that they, they have that. And Dex pulls out a hypothetical saying, if you were the Bay Harbor Butcher, how would you destroy the bodies? And Masuka gives a list of things that are all terrible. So like right? the Everglades, uh, crocodiles, which are the same thing. I don't even know why that's different. Yeah. Um, sulfuric acid, meat pies. Like they're all <laughs> terrible. And yeah, we'll get to Dexter's solution later. But um, he does find a way. But, ha, 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 not uh-huh. only do we get Lundy coming in with Matthews, Ooh. but Lundy is so important. Yes. We're breaking out the briefing room. Yay! No more briefing times. No, no, no. None, no. Of, this, none of this leaning on a desk and bullshit. Pulling out a projector in yeah. front of the lieutenant's office. Yeah, is, is bullshit. No, briefing room. Get briefing in the room. room. Yeah. I'm a part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> They're only using the briefing room, obviously, to show off for the FBI. Of course. But they start the brief, and I love LaGuerta's constant nudging of dokes throughout this whole episode to be like, come on, help out. And when Lundy's like, can someone get the lights? Dokes hops up and, and gets the lights, and yeah. it's like, yeah, it's uh, out of character, but he's trying. Oh, uh, he, he's trying. <laughs> Lundy is good at what he does. Oh, my God. He's showcasing some of the bodies compared to the Bay Harbor Butcher, or compared to the ice truck killer and he's like this is clearly not the ice truck killer yeah it's different there's there's different shit and dexter's playing that game where he's correcting them in his head and then lundy's correcting doing those corrections out loud it's really good (laughs) and it's it's dexter's uh uh-oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yuck um they show a sexy photo of biney and (laughs) it's one of those photos that what is this photo? It looks like a screen cap, but from a, from a deleted scene we never saw. Oh, yeah. Which makes sense because he later talks to the camera, but it's just this weird, sexy, flowing white shirt. Like, it's, right? right, and it's like a weird 
it's taken from such a weird upward angle. Like, and he's not looking at the camera. Yeah, it's right. Bizarre. It reminded me of in movies when they need a picture of somebody and they just take a screen cap. Yes. In Dark Knight Rises, they needed Bruce to have a picture of Rachel. Yeah. And it was just her at dinner with Harvey Dent in yeah. the last one. And you're like, that's so lazy. I remember that scene. You, you can't fool me. <laughs> well, and you couldn't text Maggie Gyllenhaal and be like, hi, can you just send me a nice photo? Right. <laughs> so or weird. just use a headshot. They do that all the time. Yeah, headshots, I would say, are equally distracting, though. I, I get that. Because they're too pretty. We, we, we've <laughs> literally complained in this podcast about them using headshots. <laughs> that's right, we have. So Dex goes over to the weapons locker. Dex gets over to the weapons locker where he gets a Trank gun. His excuse is Gator's ate his puppy. Yeah, like the claw hand that he made. It's very good. He also gets a weird Trank stick, which I really like. Yeah, It doesn't right? look super durable, but I like it. Cut to Deb at the gym, gymming it up. She's trying to, she's trying out some boxing and she hurts her hand. Then an overly sexy man walks up and uh, helps her out a little bit. Yes. He pulls out the tape. Ooh. But it freaks Deb out. PTSD. Yeah. And she she, she bails. Oh, which I don't blame her. It's so sad. I do. I blame her immediately. No, of course. Oh. She's, she's, <laughs> but I also like that the handsome guy would just shrugged and just, okay, that's my how, tape. That's how handsome men work. <laughs> For me, I'd be devastated. Oh, my God. I'd have been devastated. Whatever. <laughs> oh. It's the first woman I talked to in three years. <laughs> Not for him. He's like, hey. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, I need to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we get back to Dex's apartment and Deb is not doing good. No. She, go she has a little bit of a, uh, from the musical chorus line. Oh. She has a little bit of a chorus line monologue. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because she's just like, Dex is, how are you doing? And she's like, how am I doing? How am I doing? Yes. No, you fucking ass. How am I doing? I saw the man I loved. No, the man I loved with all the dead ladies that he killed. How am I doing? How am I doing? I'm just fine. And it, it, it felt Applause. Very, yeah. Clap, clap. Yeah. <laughs> Very chorus liney, which is good. I like it. It's not a it complaint. Is good. I want more of that. But yeah. I'm sick of this. She's. I'm sick of all of this. You're sick of it. I, I, I could just use a house party to just relax. Oh, that sounds nice. So let's get to little Chino's. Chug How, down a beer. Yeah. Dex sneaks up. He's got the yips. Chino goes out for a smoke. And even when Dex comes out, I guess that's the point. He feels way too close to the party. Like, even if you got him. Four people would notice. Yeah. It's like, because even if you can't see that well, Chino uh -huh. is still a mountain. Yeah. And if, if you're in Metropolis and just like a building falls down, <laughs> you'd still notice the building falling down, even if you're like, oh, that's far away. Yeah. At least a couple people would notice. Uh, yeah. He feels pretty close for the party shot, which is true because he's surrounded yeah. and he's fucking taken out. Yeah. But... Dexter, motherfucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles his way into that manhole. Fuck yeah, he does! I still would have been prying it up by the time they got there. Oh. And he fucking, whoop, gets He's in there. Super quick, and then he scopes out next to the drain like it. 
Classic Michelangelo. <laughs> As Dexter is waiting for unsuspecting kids to run by with their little uh, paper boat, yes, he has a flashback, which is uh, horrible. Oh my it's a horrible God. one. So we're back to the storage container. Harry comes in and picks up Dex, just fucking leaves Biney. Yeah. As Biney is shouting, Don't leave me! Dexter! And you're like, holy shit, Harry. At least grab the other one. Fuck. Right? Like, grab his hand and pull both the kids out. Nah, oh. He's a fucked up kid. That's all I see. <sighs> Back at the precinct, Deb is late and kicks a briefcase over, spilling a bunch of tea, exclaiming, Which fucking asshole left this here? To which, yeah. Special Agent fucking asshole. Yeah, oh, he's good. He's, he's good. so charming. He's very and good. I could hear him speak all day long. I could too. Oh, love it. Well, we got a surprise for you because Ooh. behind that door is David Carradine or the other one. <laughs> I think it may be Keith. I forgot. I think Keith. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Keith Carradine. It, don't open that door. Oh, okay. David Carradine is in there. Oh, God. Yeah, Lundy makes new tea in the kitchen as Dokes requests to be a part of the task force. And uh, Lundy lays on a bunch of compliments but comes out with it saying, you're more of a leader and I'm not really convinced you can play with others. Oh, well said. And very true. So true. So Dex crawls his way out of the sewers and shows up at home where Rita's waiting for him and very unhappy. Well, she also pops up around the corner, too. Like, if was, she was waiting for him, just wait at the door. No, it was an ambush. Um, mm. She's not going to let the uh, county bury Paul. And Dex is confused. He's, Paul was such a destructive force. Like, why don't you just let him go? And Rita's like, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm moving on. This is what's going on. This is what's happening next. It's in an hour. So Dex gets ready, and while that's going on, Batista and Deb are canvassing for witnesses. They're knocking on all the doors, and uh, their people in that neighborhood are understandably not very cooperative. Yeah. At one point, a lady threatens to call the police. She's like, leave before I call the police, and Deb kind of loses it. She's like, we are the police. Fuck. And Batista's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Relax. It's okay. Uh, she's um, having a tough time. As she's uh, reeling, she catches a kid from earlier that called her a bitch, tagging her car. Oh, uh, mistake, kid. Deb, uh, a chase ensues, and Deb catches him as Batista falls behind. And look, here's my thing. Oof. You should not pull guns on minors. No. Or, or probably other people. But probably. Him saying the line, get off me, lady, unless you want to fuck me like you fucked the ice truck killer... I mean, the kid deserved to piss himself. I agree. He, he piss-ass kid. What this is, is this is 2007. This is what yes. would happen. If you called someone a bitch or whatever, they'd chase you down, put a gun to your head, yeah. and you'd piss yourself, and you'd be like, I shouldn't say things like that. Now, you say that in the comment section. And you just feel good. You're like, mmm, yum. She fucked the ice truck killer because she sucks. Mmm. And there's no retribution. Anyway. <laughs> oh, but this kid. Yeah, you, you got it coming. Would you like to go somewhere with me? I would, yes. Whoa, whoa. What are you doing? You want to, you want to, hey, you want to come to my funeral? I got a funeral? <laughs> hey. 
Paul, things are looking up for Paulie. I got my own funeral. Hey. I hope you found your peace, Paul. I did. I did. I love it. <laughs> this is great. So some of the things I really liked about this, Cody comes and brings Dex in, um, which is perfect. And he's perfect, even with his little bowl cut. He's a perfect little he's boy. He's so cute. Uh, yeah, the family sits down with Dex and... The priest you Googleizes Paul for a bit. <laughs> then the family goes up to say their goodbyes, to which Rita says, I hope you found your peace, Paul. I like your Rita impression more than mine. Well, that's not what it's about. <laughs> Dex, meanwhile, contemplates Jesus and then gets condolences from the priest. And then, boom! Biney's back! Yay! I love this scene. With longer, sexier hair. Yeah! Oh, and it's so curly and sexy. Yeah. Digging it. Spiney reveals that Dexter feels guilty over the death, and Dex realizes I need to let you go. To which Biney responds, is it that simple? And nothing's that simple. To which Cody sits down and, does this mean you're my dad now? Yes. Yes. I will protect you. (laughs) Uh, Because things are that simple. (laughs) Yeah. If it was Cody from last season, no. (laughs) No, thank you, kid. I will be your father, child. (laughs) Back at the precinct, it turns out that the kid pissing, um, he had revealed the location of a bunch of drugs and weapons for the 29th Street Kings, and they arrested every gang member who was there, which was like 90% of it. Yeah! Huge-ass bust! Batista tells Dex that Deb pulled a gun on a boy, um, but also points out that she's in motherfucking good shape, and I'm glad (laughs) she's finally getting credit for all the gym hours she's been putting in. Seriously, it's been insane. It's revealed that the police did not get little Chino, and Dexter does his best to sound disappointed. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. LaGuerta gets a file, and she opens it up. And she's, oh, wait a second, and walks over to Pascal's office, and she's like, I'm sorry, I accidentally opened this because I thought I was lieutenant. <laughs> oh, whoopsie, whoopsie. So sorry about that, Pascal. It turns out it is her fiance's phone records. And LaGuerta's like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this, but I'm not going to mention. If anybody hears anything, it won't be for me. Mm-hmm. Which begs the question, why is Maria helping Esme so much? She is being way too helpful. It's weird. It's it, She hasn't been this nice to anybody since she was about to throw Matthews under the bus last yeah. season. Yeah! So... We get to the warehouse where that snitchy boy is, and Chino arrives with a machete in hand. Oh, shit. My favorite thing about this is as he gets into the elevator, we get a full look at his uh, clothing ensemble. And I love his look. He's got the baggy clothes, the giant gang scarf. He's dressed like a little gangbanger boy, but he's the size of a house and Harvey R. Bardem. (laughs) So it looks ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's really good. Like when Sasha Baron Cohen does Ali G. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's appropriately, it looks ridiculous. But this is, yeah. He goes into the elevator, but it stops, then opens up and hoo Dex tranks Chino in the neck. Boom! Gets him right there. Chino puts up a fight, but luckily the elevator door is closed, so Dex is safe and gets Chino out, saving the little snitchy boy. Dex uses the pallet jack to get Chino to the car. Very funny. I love it. It's so good. So we get to the kill room where Chino is wrapped like a mummy. (laughs) He's not getting out that time. 
I like all of the victim pictures having weepy bloody heart drips next yeah. to them, which is really nice. And when Dex cuts the cheek, he cuts it right along the same original wound, which oh, <laughs> hurts, hurts oh, to watch it. Ooh. Dex reveals that Ava's kid is a victim. Yeah, and he's like, and he's like, I never killed no kid. He's like, sure, but you killed everything else around her: her mom, her brother, her innocence. Hey, 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 Gavolt. Uh, <laughs> Dex is now he's steady. His his arm is steady. He's got no more yips. He's ready to go. Yeah, he's very. He's sounding very confident again. He's got it back. I'm no serial killer. Wink. But even <laughs> I got satisfaction at this kill. Like this was a this was a good kill. Oh. Waiting for it. Fucking yeah. I am so with you. I am so with you. And speaking of that, with the title of the episode, he lets out this big, long exhale. It's very good. Yeah. Dex on the boat. Um, he cut him up, got him on the boat, and it turns out that he found the Gulf Stream to current his garbage through to the ocean. It works because the ocean's a big place and whatnot. It, it's good. It keeps it on the move. I... I just, I, I wonder, it doesn't feel as safe. Yeah. Because it's going, it's taking a fucking Oregon Trail <laughs> journey through the U.S. And I'm like, if I, well, I fucking hope your bags are good or no one finds it. But yeah, it's, it's fine. Like, it's probably even the current that's going to be super, whatever. It's fine. It just, it doesn't feel like enough of a solution. Yeah. Like, it just, it still feels so risky. Yeah. <sighs> so risky. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, Hello? Dexter. Oh, hi, Rita. Come over now. Uh, I'm kind of dropping somebody off right now. Can I wait? No. Uh, now. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now. I'll- now, Dexter! Oh, and my she God. hangs up. We get to Rita's house, and it's a dead Paul shoe scene. <laughs> dead Paul shoe scene! It's a dead Paul shoe scene. <laughs> Rita confronts Dex about Paul's accusations. And she says the line, for all of Paul's flaws, he paid the price for my dreams. Yeah, I see what she's saying, where she's, yeah, no, like, I, I her, her whole speech, yeah, where she's got that confidence now. But it it is an odd... It's it's an overly poetic line for, yeah, it's, it's an odd, it's, it's, I don't know. It's an odd line. It, it, it also feels like she's, I don't think that's fair. You can't control other people's actions. No. And... Paul got in the fight. Like, I just, I. Yeah. If he wasn't going to lose his temper on prison inmates, then he would have <laughs> lost his temper on Rita. Like, it just, it was inevitable that he was going to find trouble. Yes. So it just, Rita it, has guilt over that too. And I guess that's so what the whole much. funeral and everything's about. But yeah. And she full on confronts Dex asking if he attacked Paul. And weirdly, Dex admits it. Yeah. He tells the truth in this scene. And. When asked where he got the drugs, he says that they were stolen from the evidence locker. That doesn't make sense to Rita. First, you tell me you acted on impulse. Then you stole the drugs from the lockup, which I would have just said, yeah, it was an impulse. And then I had to figure out what to do. Because that is what happened. Yes. But Dex kind of, he, he says some shitty excuse like, oh, it's all blurred together. And that understandably makes Rita pricklier. Yeah. Rita thinks they were Dex's drugs. Is that where you've been going? Like Clark fucking Kent in the middle of the night? <laughs> Which was a really good reminder that we need to catch up on Superman and Lois. Ooh, yes. Thank you. Because thank you for that. I've been having an, 
surprising amount of good times with that show. Oh, I love it. Are you an addict? I do have an addiction. Why would you do that? That feels like one of those Dexter lines that he would have said in his head. Yeah. Because then he just doesn't explain it. Because then after he says, yeah, Rita is like, oh, oh, good. That's the first step to admit you have a problem. And when she says that, look at Dexter's face because he <laughs> didn't expect that at all. It's fucking hilarious. He's like, go, go, go. Yeah, he's in hot water. So we'll get to, we'll, we'll catch up with that later. Oh my goodness. But we get to the wrap up scene where Deb is at the gym, boxing her heart out, just trying to, trying to get control of her life. Dex is at his lab, deleting Chino files and looking at the current. And as he's leaving, he sees Lundy. We get to the apartment, and in this transition, Dexter's have is narrating, and it almost seems like now that he's back to normal, that Dex is almost excited about the FBI hunt. He talks about how he's prepared his whole life for this, and all right, time to nut up or shut up. Let's do this. You know, yeah. I'm kind of I'm excited for that. Right. Dex is uh, back at the apartment, putting Chino in the slide box. When Deb comes home and she's locked out, ha ha. <laughs> and it turns Sucks, out doesn't it? and it turns out Deb was looking for apartments which is good yeah but here's the line here's the question Deb says now Shay Dex can return to whatever it stayed blah 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 does yeah. this mean that he made that joke twice because he said the Shay Dex to the prosthetic parts right and apparently season. loved it so much that in the last like 40 days he was like <laughs> Hey, Shay Dex. Hmm? Oh, no, I just didn't think everyone had heard it. Yeah. <laughs> just needed everyone to know. This it's is Shay Dexter. <laughs> and uh, it's a really sweet scene where Dex tells Deb that she can stay as long as she wants. Deb smells, so she goes to take a shower and accidentally slams the door and shuts it again nicely to show character development. Yeah. They're, they're an odd couple, but she's... She's trying. It's 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 nice to see. We get back to the boat where Dex is taking the Barbie head off to say goodbye. And uh, as he does, and it begins to sink, Biney pops out, and Dex gets to do a lovely little physical manifestation of letting go. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It is. This whole episode, everything that they were talking about with grief, and especially grief with people that maybe weren't, super great in their life like it's i i think it's a very beautiful way to show all of these people how they're grieving for bad people <laughs> i completely agree but yeah that brings us to the end of the episode um i thought this episode was yeah a great wrap up to the premiere yeah i'm excited to get going with the lundy investigation oh. and uh see what's going on with rita mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm 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 bang on board for the season, but that that's all I have for the non-spoiler section. Wonderful. Yeah, uh, you you covered my stuff too. So, wonderful. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um yeah, what what are your thoughts on the the second season so far? Um please uh, go ahead and give us an email at tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the socials. And yeah, thank you so much for listening and for Thanks, reaching guys. out. Thank you. And okay, now shh, 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 shut up. Shut up. Dexter secrets. Yes, we're in the spoiler section, and I have a few actually to keep going with my Laguerta obsession. <laughs> 
yeah, it's really interesting how LaGuardia keeps taking over for Pascal and is not going to stab her in the back because being a workplace buddy is a really good alibi for fucking her fiancé. Yup. It's interesting because this whole time you're like, what is she waiting for? What is she planning? And you don't realize it's it's a completely different tactic, which is great. Yeah. And I love LaGuardia opening the fiancé's phone records on accident. Yeah. And keep, like, it's... She's she's playing this beautifully, and I love every part of Laguerta this season is gold. Oh yeah, she's just manipulating and 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 oh, I love it. I think that Dokes being on the task force that would have changed everything. As is Dokes being left out of things last season. Every time Dokes was left out of something, we're like, oh, if that would have worked, then he and Deb could have gotten together, or this and this would have happened. Yeah. And I think this is another one where if Dokes had been on the task force, yeah, he would have been a part of it and not doing his own investigation, not looking shady, and he maybe he could have been the one to catch Dex. I think that Dokes being on the task force could have changed everything, and it could have led the FBI to catching Dex. That yeah. Because Dokes wouldn't have been doing his own private investigation. He wouldn't have been he wouldn't have been put into Lundy's crosshairs or made to look like the Bay Harbor Butcher. Yeah. And with Dokes on the team, especially with his inclinations towards Dexter, yeah, he he might have been able to steer this right. And it's weird because Lundy did make the right decision not putting Dokes on the team. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, in hindsight and in, with information you never would have had. I wonder if Dokes being on the team is what would have gotten Dexter behind bars. Oh, fully, fully believe everything you're saying. I, I. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm positing it as a question. I'm not saying that that's what would have happened. <laughs> well, I definitely think that that would have happened. Cool. It's crazy that the first hairy ghost we get is the Biney ghost. Yeah. I always forget that. That. Same. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's why I made the bet that there would be a hairy ghost this season. Because mm. I, I, I thought, yeah, but maybe this, I, I think you're right. I think this is the only ghost we get until season three. Mm-hmm. And by memory, they, I think they bring in, they bring in a Harry very smoothly to the point where you don't even notice that, oh, now he's talking to his dead dad. Yeah. Like they do it very, very smooth transition there. But. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, uh, LaGuerta doing her shit. Dokes uh, not being a part of the club. Oh Which again is just it's it's it shows. I mean, who knows? Maybe if Dokes had been a part of the bowling team, <laughs> like there's just a little thing that could have helped, you know? Because like maybe in that moment when Lundy's like, "You're you're more of a leader, you're not a team player," and you could have been like, "Well, I'm on the the comp- I'm on the Miami Metro <laughs> bowling team," then maybe it would have been like I would have reconsidered because Dokes doesn't belong on a bowling team. No, and Lundy knows that. So maybe that would have changed his mind. Just saying. Anyway, the bowling team could have saved your life, Dokes. And then the yeah, it's crazy that Biney was the first ghost, and not even that much for how much they use the ghost stuff later. Yeah, I I would have thought we would have gotten more than like four lines from Biney, but uh. it, it feels like in with American Dad, how no. Roger the alien is nothing but disguises and personas. But yes. in the first, like, season or two, he's not. And that's, oh, that wasn't a part of it. Yeah. And it, it's like, well, no, anyway. <laughs> it's, that's it's, yeah, part of the show, Dexter, yeah. is 
ghost dad. So, it, it, yeah, if, if obviously if they'd done this from the beginning and kind of mapped out everything, yeah, we have, we would have had two solid episodes of, of Biney berating oh. Dexter in front of Chino. You oh. Know. But, yeah, anyway, I think that's all I got. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Good episode. Wonderful episode. Yeah, we're... Oh, it's going to be so good. And yeah, thank you guys again for listening and for reaching out and talking to us. Um, yeah, please continue to reach out till death do us watch at gmail.com and also all the socials. And thank you guys again. And we will see you on the flippity flip. Bye, guys. Have a nice day. <laughs>